This week on The Brunch Breakdown, we talk a surprise trip to Las Vegas and what we're listening to. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Brunch Breakdown. What is good, people? Gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, good to be with you again, boys. Back here for Brunch 33. What a, what a, what a place to be here at the table. Yeah. Dude, I'm excited. I'm super excited, man. Lots to, once again, lots to go over here today, uh, including the reason we were not here last week. But uh, we've got some special stuff on the menu for you today, that's for sure. Yeah, the menu's too big today. We're not going to get through all of it. No, we're definitely not because we have one big story to tell that we're yeah. not gonna um, that we're we're just not going to get to everything today. It's impossible. But can I say something real fast? Yes, That's this something. is your forum, DD. Go for it. You're darn right it is. All right, listen. You're darn um, right it is. <laughs> can, can we? All right. So I, I was looking at ESPN just now. I'm looking, well, looking on the screen, and I see that Jordan Spieth just missed a cut for like something. The players. The players. The player, something, players whatever. I don't know. I don't. I don't watch golf. Tiger's not really in, is in this thing anymore. I don't give a damn about golf. But here's the one thing I do want to say: Can we please stop? Can we please stop acting like there's going to be another Tiger Woods? Can we stop it? There's there, never going to be another one. There isn't. But Jordan Spieth shouldn't miss the cut. Well, you, no, that's my point. Do you see what I'm saying? Do you see what my point is? Jordan no. Spieth is supposed to be the guy, the dude. Oh, my God. He's supposed to be the guy. No, there's no, four guys. No, he's trash. There's four guys. Rory McIlroy, he was supposed to be the guy. You know Rory what? Mc- he's trash. He's just your average, everyday freaking dude who was on the PGA Tour before 1997. That's it. Like, they're all trash. What, what we're we have never going like, to see another like- Tiger. 25 Lee Trevinos is what we have right no, now. No, yes. there's four. Yes. There's four. That's it. There's and the there's, big four. And if you're a golf fan, there's nothing wrong with that. Having a bunch of Phil Mickelsons is fine. Do that. Like, <laughs> have a bunch of BJ Sings. That's cool. Like, knock yourself out with that. But we're never, ever, ever going to see another Tiger Woods. That's it. We're not going to see it. Like, I'm just sick of hearing every time one of these dudes wins the Masters or something. They're like, oh, my God. Here we go. No, it's not happening. It's just not. It's just not. Dan, nope. Dan, you're nope. a big, you're the big golf fan out of the three of us. So yeah. how how do you feel about that statement? I 100% agree. I think Tiger Woods is the greatest golfer we we will ever see, and we will never see anything like it ever again. And it like devastates me that he can't find himself back to health and and get back out on the golf course. That's that's how I grew up watching and rooting for golf. But there's four guys out there right now: uh, Rory, Jordan Spieth, Jason Day. And uh, why am I blanking on the last one? Everybody knows who John it is. Daly. Yeah, John Daly. Dude, well, shouts to John Daly. No tournament recently. Yeah, yeah shouts <laughs> to John Daly. I'm forgetting the I'm forgetting the damn fourth guy. Why can't I think? Bubba Watson. Is? No. Bubba. Damn, that's gonna bug me. But there's another one, and those are the four guys. So there's that's like bad that's good. Four guys. <laughs> there are obviously the four of them. <laughs> it's early. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's there's really four guys that early. are like. It's eleven four... o'clock on your on your coast. Well. Be that as it may. Who is the other guy? It's not Matt Here's, Kuchar. He's like second tier. This is my point. Uh, Dustin Here's, Johnson. Justin, Dustin Johnson. Oh, right. I don't know who that is. Yeah. Yeah, you know who that is. So Sounds those like are the four guys that lives down the street. <laughs> should be winning. No, no, none of those four is going to like 
top the other three. That, that it's just going to be a rotation of those four, and they should be dominating golf. So when one of them misses the cut, misses the cut at a big tournament like this, it's kind of a big deal. But uh, it's no, a we'll big never deal. See Tiger. But I was just saying, like it's it's so stupid. Like just stop it. I'm sick so, of hearing about these young dudes. I'm happy they grew up watching Tiger, but they're not Tiger. Hockey is top of mind right now for me, and this makes me think about like how people probably said like during the era of Gretzky and Lemieux, like there will probably there'll never be another one. True. And it took like twenty years. Twenty years. So there might be another I mean, it's not gonna be the same type of impact, but I wouldn't be surprised if like post Tiger, the interest in golf goes down and down and down and down and down to a point where it's like nobody cares for five, six, seven years, and then some new young kid jumps on the scene and starts dominating, and then everybody cares again. Yeah, they, but there's nah. I just don't see it. I just don't. I don't. I, I, it's I don't. a great. It's a great time to be a golf fan right now. It is, dude. Golf courses are closening like all over the country. It's crazy what's it's happening true. to the sport of golf right now. Yeah. That is very true. I just drove by a country club that's not far from where I live, and I was just there for a wedding a year ago, and the entire place shut down, and then I was like, how did that happen? And then I started asking people, and they're like, oh, it's happening to golf courses everywhere. They just can't sustain things anymore. That's true. Yeah, it's a shame. Uh, yeah I mean, country clubs are closing all over the place. People don't – I mean, I don't know. Like, I look at it like, do people – Cause I have friends who golf and stuff, but I don't know if I have, I don't really have friends who are like members of country clubs. Like that used to be a cool thing to do. Do you know what I mean? Like that right. used to be like a status symbol. Like that used right. to be something that like you needed to do. But like, as I look around, like I knew people's parents that were, you know, big in country clubs and went to country clubs and stuff like that. But I like when I look at them, they're not in it like their parents were. Exactly. That's the thing. It's like the generation gap just cuts and there's like, there's no, not anywhere near that level of interest in that type of exclusive club mm-hmm. anymore. And people aren't going to pay extra for, you know, something just a little bit nicer. It's not worth it to them. And I've always had an issue with country clubs because I feel like if you're going to call it a country club, it should be like you're going to the country and when you go to a country club, it's kind of the opposite of that. You go to a country club for like really nice things and then like exclusive perks and like your own golf course. But when you go to the country, like that's not what it's like. Maybe you want something more of like there should be, there's so many countries in the world and each country club is representative of, of an individual country. Like Epcot. Yes. Oh. Like Epcot. And so you get to pick your TM. own country and the, and the golf course and the food. And the way that people dress up and everything is based around that country. Okay. That is your country club. Okay. We're seeing like now Ireland's team. country club in Pittsburgh and everybody's going to be drunk. That's what we're going to do. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a long waiting list for like the, you know, the Ireland country club, but you know, you can get in some of these other clubs and courses, uh, you know, with ease Morocco, probably an easy course to get onto. T M. See, now I want to join a country club. Yeah. It's really that simple. That's, that's, that's I'm in. I'm We're changing the in game now. for the future for our generation. Yes. There's it has be to start. Screw country. the founders. We're the founders, mother uckers. <laughs> <laughs> Brunch breakdown are the founding fathers. We're, it's going to be country-based country clubs, and you go in there, and then you're doing thing, other things that we talked about, like playing the Pogs app. Like you're going to be doing all kinds of fun stuff based on our brilliant ideas. I mean, if it is us that changes country clubs – that would be pretty cool. 
I'm saying the opportunity's there. Dude. I don't see anybody else leading this. I never thought of that. It's time to revive country clubs. I got it. I got okay. it. There are these things here, and I guess they couldn't happen in like every city. They would happen here in probably like New York and some other places. But there's this thing called Soho House, and it's basically like a country club, but like not because it's like you can because it's basically just like and it's you can't have cameras in there you can't have like any kind of like recording device in there and it's basically just an exclusive place where you have to pay a fee like there's restaurant in there there's like different like little clubs in there and stuff and it's called like soho house and it's and you have to pay to do that so that's kind of like a thing that happens here but um only people who you know are super rich do that or people who need to get away from people do that so yes yeah so it's that and that's one thing that just popped in my head but i have i've been there i just have no desire to be like i'm like i'm not paying to do that right yeah right well we got the future we got the future set out we got the blueprint voice it's just a matter of executing it now it's a big change <laughs> it's a lot of work to do but i've got the faith i've got the faith and i think our listeners will support this i think they will well. too um, let's start the show. Let's dive in. I get, yeah, like you said, we had a lot to go uh, to get into here today. Uh, Chris, why don't you do as you always do and uh, introduce everybody and uh, run us down today's specials? I would love to do that. Uh, Thank you. You are listening to The Brunch Breakdown, uh, this country's only bi-weekly, uh, although in this case, tri-weekly, uh, yes. cross-country entertainment pop culture podcast. There it is. Uh, you're... Uh, co-hosts for the show on the left coast uh daniel dudley at dd is bored on twitter aka the best coast oh okay well Hard chris and dan i'm chris he i'm is, dan he is dan yes uh we are over here on the correct coast uh dan is on twitter at steel city dan 22 i am on twitter at chris underscore gates you can follow our podcast the brunch breakdown on all the social medias just search for the brunch breakdown pretty straightforward you can also search for that on your favorite podcasting app and find us and subscribe uh we would greatly appreciate if you do so and we highly recommend it so that you can get this these genius ideas delivered straight to your phone your computer uh your eardrums on a bi-weekly basis we have quite a bit to talk about this week we are not going to get to most of it but i'll tell you what we uh I'll i'll tell you what we have our sights set on and then uh, we'll get into it. As always, we talk about brunch food. This week, uh, we, I think we probably more have... We do have a brunch story, but I think it revolves around um, some, some life updates that a greater, we want to tell yeah, you A about. greater story. Brunch is a story within the big story. <laughs> yes. So we're going to get to that off the top. Uh, we also have a topic of McDonald's on our menu. They're saying goodbye to orange drink. They also have something called the Frork. Uh, so that obviously needs to be discussed. Uh, Red Lobster <laughs> has a lip balm. I know you're interested. So am I. We're I'm very interested. It. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> we might also talk about what you'd like to have on your lips. Uh, live. Hey. <laughs> live with Kelly and Ryan Seacrest. How in the living hell does this guy have another job? We're going to talk about that. Uh, yeah. Where are they now? Is this Dee Dee's or is this Dan's? Dee Dee. Mine. Dee Dee 
has where are they now? Um, we're going to throw some Ds on this bitch. Uh, <laughs> ESPN is another topic. They laid off a ton of people. Uh, and it's, you know, just anybody, I guess, that does some work on a type of medium, whether you write or you talk or you do other things, uh, I think it affects them. So we're going to try and talk about that if we have time. Our, our, the stalwarts on this menu, would you rather never drink coffee or never drink beer again? Still a topic. <laughs> we might talk about it, but probably not. You already know by now if you've listened to this once over the last six months. NBA players love the Cheesecake Factory. We're not going to talk about that, but it's on the menu. That's like that thing at the end of the menu where it's like it's like below the sides. It's like it's so... It's like so obscure at this point that nobody gets it, but they feel like they have to put it on the menu because like probably one cook in the back really likes making it. Yeah. So NBA players love the Cheesecake Factory. That's not that's not going to happen. They but, might yeah. not anymore. Like they might not. By the, <laughs> yeah, by the time we talk about it, they may be sick of it. They probably love Red Lobster by now. Probably. And they're buying the lip balm. <laughs> wow. Wow. So let's start the show. Let's do it. Let's do it. What's uh well... First on the menu here, boys, like Chris, you alluded to, we should kick off with brunch food and our brunch stories, but uh, there's, an, a, there's a very important reason why we were all not uh, here for you last week, mm-hmm. but we were all together. Some people didn't know about it, though. Um, I don't even know where to start with this story, Didi. It started <laughs> between uh, you and I, our friend Slaw, over six months ago. Over six months ago? Dude, this comp... No, man. This started like... In September. Yeah, this was a ways back. This was a while. Like, I mean, honestly, if you want to be real, like, it kind of started in, like, July. But, like... The idea of it started, yeah, where we started talking about it was about... The idea of this thing started in, like, July. Yeah, when you were last in Pittsburgh. Yeah, and it started in about July, and our friend of the Brunch Breakdown, Chris Gates, is getting married this year. So... That's me. We've got his bachelor party coming up in July this July coming up, but we were like, you know, there's a place that is very special to us. Yes. Very, um, religious place. Very, (laughs) it's like the Holy land. You know what I mean? Like people, people go on trips to, you know, just to refresh, to feel new, to be one with themselves. And Las Vegas is our place. That's, that's where we go. It's our home away from home. It's, it's, it's our home. It's, it's our place that we get one with, uh, whatever God we believe in. And, um, yeah. And so we were like, we need to get to Vegas. So we talk our friend slaw into this cause his birthday is that week. And then we're just like, but we can't tell Chris cause Chris will just say no. So <laughs> cause we, cause usually the, the four of us have gone to Vegas a, a yes. number of times. It's and we've like all you said, been it's aware our spot in the planning process before. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. We've all been, yeah, there's been no, trickery before it's yeah. it's the it's the four horsemen and we go but we collectively as a four person unit hadn't been there in a couple of years yeah and yeah we knew with wedding coming up and already a bachelor party in place that there was no way chris would agree to go so no we way. decide to scheme a little bit <laughs> so we got his beautiful fiance into it aka fiance of the year aka fiance we got her into it and to say that she was completely on board at first, not exactly the way I'd put it. <laughs> yeah, but, not 100% committal. 
but she was but she was in like she was in i don't think she believed us at first i she really did don't know no way think she yeah. believed us at first she de she definitely didn't she's very and skeptical then things got serious and then katie was like no nah, i don't want you guys going because i'm guessing that chris was being an idiot so apparently, <laughs> apparently it was a yeah she was in no mood to give him to do him any favors and so she was yeah. ready to pull the plug out of everything because i feel like if you look back at the text messages that katie and dan and i all had you look back at that conversation you can probably tell every time that katie and chris got in a fight <laughs> between the months of like november and january yes you can probably tell every single time that they got oh, in a fight sure. and she was like nope pulling the cord nope not happening absolutely yeah we had, yeah we had to put out a couple of fires along the yeah. way and talk her off the ledge yeah. And fortunately for us, it got to a point where everything had been booked. Hotel, flight, we did this all uh, without his knowledge. And you can't just cancel a flight and expect no. to get your money back. So at that point, we were locked and loaded and ready to go. We were. And actually, and since, since it's already over, we can say this. I mean, whenever Katie said to us, are the flights booked, the flights weren't booked. Yeah, she didn't know that. <laughs> Uh, uh, Katie, if you're listening to this, I do apologize. We absolutely lied to you. Yeah. They were booked the next day because we realized the emergency that we were in. <laughs> She's like, I want to see proof. I was like, okay, we got to get this done. I was like, I'll get it when I get home. I'll uh, forward you the email. And uh, boom, we uh, yeah. we at least had the flight there booked. But, uh, got a little scary there for a minute. So we planned a trip behind Chris's back for him to go to Vegas. He had no idea. He thought he was going to his, you thought you were going where, Chris? Yeah, I thought um, I was under the impression all along that I was going to Charlotte. Charlotte is where Katie's brother Mike lives uh, with his now wife. They got married, as we're recording this, two weeks ago, but really the week pro the weekend before this trip, Mike and his wife Jamie got married, so I was told that we were going to Charlotte to meet back with them after they were done with their honeymoon to celebrate um, Katie's mom's birthday slash retirement, and it was going to be a weekend in Charlotte because we always go to Wisconsin, and Katie said, well, they want to mix it up and do something different this time, so we're going to go see Mike and Jamie, and everybody's going to meet in Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah, so that was... Katie's brilliant scheme. She came up with that all by herself. I know. That was a way was for her, her to get you. That was her way to get her to get you to take a day off of work, which was necessary. And we realized that wasn't an easy conversation either because you're doing a lot of traveling to begin with. Yeah. And I mean, then between, this got added to you, and you were just like, "Whoa!" Right. Between a, a bachelor minute. party that's uh, already planned and the honeymoon uh, and the wedding, yeah, not not a lot of wiggle room uh, with vacation, but. She made a compelling argument to see her family, and and so that's where we were going. And that was beautiful. That's 100% was your plan. And you know the best part about Katie making up the plan is because I wanted it to be something, like, far worse. Like, I don't even know what that was, but, like, I wanted it to be something, like, awful. Like, I wanted you to have to go to, like, you, I needed you to go to, like, Wisconsin for, like, I don't know, like, a baby shower or something like that that like of somebody that she just could you had to meet or something like that like i was like i want this to be awful but she's she, she was better that we went with katie 
<laughs> yeah, it was. It ended up being a good story. Yeah. And you know, we're texting you. You know, we're planning brunch breakdown recordings, and we're like, "Oh man, I can't believe you're traveling again. How are you? You know, yeah, just man. a world traveler over here." We lied so hard. It was funny because there was a point where me and all right, we're all nervous the whole time. Like we're the super whole nervous. Time. All we're saying is like two months away. We're like, I can't believe we're this far. A month away, can't believe we're this far. Two weeks away, I can't believe we're this close. And then it was like, and then it got to the week of. Yeah, and we're sending text messages to Chris. We're cocky as all get out. Like yeah. we're just like, oh yeah, when are we recording the brunch breakdown? Oh, where are you going this week, Chris? You've been traveling everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> unbelievable. It was nerve wracking up to the last minute because then even you talked about Katie's brother's wedding, which you attended the weekend oh, before. Yeah. Oh. We were like, we're clear, we're good, we're a week out, we're clear. And then oh. she, Katie's like, there is a possible threat that somebody might slip up. Like at the wedding. Know, th- yeah, the, with at the wedding. And, and uh, you know, something I, I didn't even tell you guys on the trip, but I realized after this all happened, her family was on point when I was at that wedding. They had a script because at one point, <laughs> at one point. They were clued in. Yeah, it came to me afterwards that um, I was talking, we were just generally talking about how every time we go to Wisconsin, we take Yingling beer to Wisconsin because they can't yeah. get it there. We didn't do that this time. And we were like, oh, it's such a such a mistake, ah, blah, blah, blah. And everybody's like, ah, oh, it's okay. Bring, you can bring us a case or two when you see us in Charlotte. So, like, everybody was Ooh, on point. Yeah, Beautiful. Yeah, we had wow. to get the whole family involved yeah. so, you know, they knew so they could play with the storyline since you were going to be seeing them the week before. Uh, again, a lot of prep and well planning done by Katie on that end. She had to clue your mom in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, every, a lot of people had to know without – and we were worried that, especially at a wedding, things slip up. Somebody says, oh, uh, you looking forward to going to Vegas next week or something like that? Or, you know, the idea with the honeymoon and her brother and your, and whether or not you were going to put together, like, wait, he's going to be on his honeymoon and we're <laughs> going to see him in Charlotte. How is that going to add up? That was also lied about, fortunately. Yeah. And it all uh, it all came together beautifully. Katie, Pat, you know, you had your bags, bags packed with the essentials you would need for Vegas, which lined up perfectly with what you were going to need yeah. in Charlotte. Yeah, so <clears throat> we um, we go to the airport that day. Um, we park in extended parking, which was genius <laughs> by Katie to park in extended parking, like literally as far as away as you could park. We walk down that entire long ass hallway, it's a long walk, and then uh, we go through the doors and they open. And then right ahead of you is the security checkpoint, and to the right there's a bathroom. And so Katie and I walk in uh, with our suitcases, and as we walk in through the double doors, I see. Dan and Slaw standing by the bathroom. And like I look up and I see people there at first, so I don't think anything. So I look up, I put my head down, I start walking towards the bathroom. I say, Katie, I'm gonna stop in here real quick before we go through security. And then right right before I actually walk in, I look back up again and I see Dan's haircut. And I'm like, wait a second. I know that haircut. (laughs) So I look up and then I see Slaw looking right at me, like like with like the deer and headlights eyes. Yeah. And I go, hey. I go, and I started thinking, why the hell would they be here? And then I remembered, like, yeah, at some point this year, Dan and Slaw are going on a cruise with a couple other people. So I was like, oh, are you guys going on that uh, that Warp Tour cruise? Yep. And Slaw goes, yeah. I go, okay, cool, I got to pee. And then I go in the bathroom, and <laughs> I'm thinking in my head as I'm in the, in the bathroom, like, wouldn't that be funny if on the way down to the cruise that they're going on, they were on our flight to Charlotte? Going like, I Charlotte. still had no yeah. freaking clue what was happening at all. <clears throat> no idea. No idea. So, like, we were kind of surprised he didn't pick up on anything. He went to the bathroom. Then it was me, our friend Slaw, and Katie. We were like, hmm, 
That was interesting. <laughs> so we're waiting. We're like, how are we going to break this to him? So he comes out and he starts asking us more questions like, oh, where are you guys flying through? We're like, oh, going to New Orleans. Oh, and he, he mentioned about the, Chris, you mentioned about, oh, hoping you'd flying through Charlotte. We asked you where you were going. And uh, we're like, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, here's the thing, though. Um, you're not going to Charlotte. Uh, we're not going on a cruise. And, and Katie's not going anywhere, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and we uh, broke the surprise to you that we were going to get on a plane. We were going to meet Dee Dee in Vegas. And we're going to have ourselves a boys weekend there. And you were in 100% pure disbelief. <laughs> and you did not believe us at all. No, I did not. And the journalist in me it kicked in and I started asking 21 questions because yes. I did not. I, I was assuming that like I went into the bathroom and you guys are like, oh, how can we screw with Chris? And then he comes back <laughs> out. Um, and it took I didn't believe you guys until Katie kicked open her suitcase and it yes. had all of my clothes in it. It had all your clothes in it. Yeah, She she did a beautiful job with that disguising her yeah. bag. And then um had to do a little luggage shuffling there with the clothes that you were going to need, which, which was kind of hilarious. Which, by in the middle way, of the airport, <laughs> highly embarrassing in the middle of an airport to have your fiance pull up your underwear and say, "Do you want this pair?" <laughs> <laughs> that is not. That is not a fun. That's thing. amazing. That one hundred percent happened right in the middle of the airport, and people were looking, and it was it was great. We do That's have a video incredible. of this whole thing, um, and so then that was it. Chris was still in disbelief. We go up to ticketing. I hand him his ticket. I'm like, "This is real." And he was still just could not believe what had happened. And um, and we got on a plane and hopped over and then uh, we met Didi in Vegas there. So what are you thinking, though? Because because I, I FaceTimed I FaceTimed Chris from the airport. Right. And looking at your face as you're like drinking this beer, you looked like you had just seen a ghost. <laughs> like it was just hilarious. The whole time you're talking, you just looked like you just like had no idea what had just happened. Yeah. Like you're like I don't. It's like paranormal activity or something like that. So it's so many things. Like the the one of the first things I said was, you understand, like for me to go to Vegas with these people, you got to give a guy. A guy needs to mentally prepare for this. He was worried. He's like, I'm not <laughs> mentally ready for this. You can't just, I'm going to Charlotte and I'm going to Vegas. Yeah. I'm like, I haven't drank alcohol in a month. <laughs> I know. I gave up alcohol for Lent. So I hadn't had like more than two beers in a month and a half. So that was a problem. <laughs> I've been spending all this time mentally preparing for the bachelor party, which is still like a month and a half away. Um, <laughs> and I was also thinking like, like I, I think generally throughout the entire trip, I don't understand why anyone would do this for me. And then I'm also thinking I, what this whole connection with Katie is it's going to this is not going to work out for me eventually. This is going to be bad for me in the end. At some <laughs> point this is going to come back to bite me. Like I'm like why would Kate like I'm like why would you guys do this but also why would Katie like proactively send me to Vegas? That that doesn't add up. Because yeah. we are good at our jobs. Yes. Dan yes, and I are very, very good, good at what we do. I had do. no idea. I promise you that. Yeah. Again, a lot of work went into this planning. And um, we we had a plan. We had a, we had a scheme. We, it, it all fell into place. A couple of road bumps along the way. But uh, it turned out to be uh, an, an incredible trip, an incredible couple of days. We flew out Thursday night 
flew back on Sunday, so we had a couple of days out in Vegas, and uh, we had ourselves a, a pretty good time, I would say, yeah? We had a great time. Did, uh, yeah. did, you ha- did you have a good time, Chris? I had a fantastic time, <laughs> and I actually felt bad because by the end of the trip, I was actually the only person that didn't get, like, physically sick in some way. Which makes no sense no because sense we were the whatsoever. ones that did the nice thing for you, and yeah. you kept, like you said, you kept questioning, you're like, I don't understand why anybody would be this nice to me, and we're like, we don't know either, but we're here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But like something Slaw, happened to everybody. Slaw got wrecked on his birthday to the point where he could not go out at night on his birthday. <laughs> yeah. Um, but his got, birthday day was great. We hopped bir- from yeah. pool to pool to pool to pool. Yeah. Pool and it was crawl, just awesome. Which was I think awesome. is something we should do in this episode is tell people the right way to do Vegas. Because yeah. I think we do Vegas right. Um, but yeah, Slaw, his birthday Cinco de Mayo, he could not go out that night. Um, Didi which will be part of our brunch story yeah kind of had a morning. very very tough morning one of yeah. the mornings and then dan had like his vision was a was a problem <laughs> gone a little messed up a little yeah. eye little, a couple of eye issues little, little, that made it very unpleasant little, little gobble, gobbledygook situation little gobbledygook yeah <laughs> yes and, we were all uh, at 80 percent or less at one point except for you and i felt fine which makes no sense. Which made None. me feel increasingly more bad. <laughs> <about everything. laughs> None. Oh, like, man. I honestly, it took me, yeah, it still took, it took me days to recover this entire week. Like, my body just shut down. But you're right. We definitely do Vegas right, and it was all worth it in the end. We squeezed every minute of everything we could into what, two and a half days. Yeah. Something like that. We got in, uh, <laughs> it was, we did so much. Yeah. That we like had to recall what we did 24 hours prior. Like, what did we do last night? And we're all sitting around going, I don't remember. Yeah. And like, we didn't get like blackout drunk every single night, but it was just like, no. we've done so much. What did we do? Yeah. I don't remember. Well, so Didi's really good at like, and not even at Vegas, but like, if we ever go anywhere, I feel like Didi's really good at doing the research to finding out like what deals there are or He's what type of like, um, uh, I don't even know. Like, like we do Activities. like like group things where you get in and then you're able to get into places where, as otherwise, you'd have to wait in lines and stuff like that. Didi, you should tell people like the right way to go about some of these things. Yeah. Um. Get lucky. I have no idea. Like, I, it's honestly like we've talked about this before. Like, I just, I just know that like <laughs> I have a level of I have a level of trust that you guys give me for some reason. I have no idea. <laughs> To like just say, all right, Didi's got this plan. Let's do this. But now it actually is like I'm kind of good at it. But I still am nervous anytime I get into any of these situations. But one time we were going to Vegas, I looked up this thing and it was just like club crawl, like this much money. You get on the party bus, you do this. It just sounds like it's like almost like too good to be true. Like there's free drinks and stuff like that. And you're like, I don't know. And then they all end up being true. So like if you look at going to Vegas and you're going with a bunch of dudes. That's the key thing here is if you're going with a bunch of dudes, like it will take you forever to get into anywhere. So you need to look into places to like look into things to try to get into clubs easier to get into anything like easier. So you're not waiting forever. And uh, so I found these club crawls and there's one that's amazing. It's called Sin City Club Crawl. And they are like the best in the world i freaking love them and their fleet of buses that they have and you just you know and you go from place to place you get in the clubs in like two seconds you pull up 
you get in, you bypass every line, and you just go. And then you're there for like an hour and a half, and you go to another one. You're there for an hour and a half, you go to another one. And if you feel like staying at one of the places, you can just stay there if you want. You don't really have to keep going. Yep. But um, but yeah, like that's one cool thing. And we did a pool crawl this year too. That was a new thing. I was nervous about that. Yeah. And the pool crawl was pretty freaking awesome too. It was awesome. So it was. Yeah, and we got lucky on. I got lucky on that too. So. It's just there's just ways to do Vegas. And if unless if you're going to Vegas to do what we do, like none of us really gamble. Right. right. Like our friend Slaw gambles, but he doesn't gamble that much. Like he has this like want to gamble a little bit. He's right. Not good so, at it. And he did that. <laughs> <laughs> and he did that. But the thing is, we go to we go to Vegas just to party. Like right. that's it. Like put me in the club, give me a drink in my hand. Like that's where I that's what I'm doing in Vegas. Like that's exactly what I'm doing in Vegas every time I go. So that, and that's what we do. So like it adding is. the crawl element to it, it's just like, yeah, you're just going from place to place. It makes and it so much easier. You don't have to think none. about anything. Yeah. You, you don't, don't have to know how anything. to get there. You don't have to worry about waiting in line and like worry about right. what time nothing. you have to show up because it doesn't matter what time the bus gets you there. They know that the bus is coming. And then you just like Didi said, walk by everybody in line. But like that worked yeah. out so well. Like, and Didi also got us on a guest list at night. Or light, 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 yeah. nightclub, light, nightclub, yeah. That's the and light. we saw, we saw Metro booming on this trip. That, oh yeah, like yeah. we didn't even have to. We we waited in line for that one for like ten minutes, which is yeah. not bad. Uh, the party bus got us into one place, and Steve Aoki was there, so we saw him. Yeah. While we were at that place, we saw Jim Gaffigan, and Dan <laughs> Dan helped him find. Where's the bar? Dan? Where's the bar? <laughs> Jim, Jim, good to see you, my friend. Yeah, had a brief conversation with Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, we got into that was awesome. Three different pools. I had to help him a little bit. He was a little lost. We got into three different pools. We ended up at rehab at the one. Like, I mean, it's just, it's absolutely. I think <clears throat> if you're if you're not trying to sit at a poker table all night or play blackjack all night. I think that's the way to go because you get to see so many places that you otherwise like you other. If you wanted to go to one of those places, you would wait in line so long to get into one of them that you wouldn't want to go anywhere else that night because you would yeah. worry about the lines. And like we yep. got into like like a total, we went to like six or seven seven <laughs> different places in two days. That's hurts. crazy. And you get to dr- and you get to drink on the bus. They have they provide the alcohol on the bus, yeah. and they're just like shoving it down your throat yeah. if you want it and it's again it's all everything's paid up and up front and you're skipping lines and there is no thinking involved it is just doing what you do and having a blast and yeah that is exactly how you do vegas <sighs> good times boys good <laughs> oh my times God. um so it's yeah, so that, wild that, to think we did so much in just like so, so little much time. so much and so that was like the essential of what we did but um saturday we had a uh, brunch reservation. Where was that? Uh, it was in the Cosmo. The Cosmopolitan, evening, right? the Overlook Grill, which is like right next to the pool. Yeah. Which, which was... <laughs> the way that I, I, I was super excited about this like three weeks out. Like I was super excited about going to the Overlook Grill. Place is really cool. And um, we get there and I feel great. Like I'm like, yeah, this is this is where this is this is it. I cannot Saturday wait. morning this brunch is, awesome. is our essential right here. And there's a couple things that go on during this thing. So <laughs> a couple things that happen here. The wind. All right. It was unbelievably windy in Vegas on Saturday. Crazy like, wind. The, un- the, the, the wind was insane. They had to like, so this place is like open air. They have all the, they have like the sliding, like 
glass doors that just like open up the entire place. And I was like, this is going to be so great for brunch. Well, they end up having to close those. And when they closed those, the place got a little warmer in there. And my body wasn't ready to handle that. My body he wasn't ready. Air. My body needed fresh air. And there was no fresh air in None that place. That's true. And that's whenever things went bad for me. And it was a shame. We were looking forward to this, like you said. Uh, I had this reservation booked. It was, they had a, un, you know, a yeah, unlimited mimosa, mimosas, bottomless mimosa. So mimosas, we were, yeah. we had those uh, fired up, ready to go. We uh, order our food. Food comes in. It all looks amazing. Oh, uh, incredible. Dee takes one bite of his amazing looking breakfast sandwich and he was just like, guys, I got to hit the deuces. Not I got to hit the deuces, but. <laughs> no, you're not I mean, wrong. Maybe. You're not We wrong. don't know. He's like, you got, I got to leave. I got to, I got a piece. I, gotta, I can't do it. I, I was like, that it. didn't go down right. And then that led to the next like probably 15 minutes of me just going back and forth thinking I was going to throw up. And then I was like, guys, I have to leave. And I yeah. left. A picture of mimosas right there. And the thing is, I drank two mimosas. That's the thing that makes me the most mad is I was so good. And then the food came. Yeah. Strange. Very, very strange. And I was done. I was like, I can't do this. It, I felt awful. I got Never dizzy. would I ever have expected to see you, of all people, to walk out on a brunch, but you just you just had to. And you, I, apparently you barely cr were able to cross the street. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was barely <laughs> able to cross the street. I'm not going to get into the details of that, but that was the whole thing. And then I made it to our room, and I just, like, and I didn't even go to sleep. I just laid down and, like, <laughs> watched these random shows on the Food Network that I would not listen to them because my head was up in the air, and I was just like, what the hell just happened to me? And I had no idea. It was like, I feel like I woke up still drunk because I was like loud that morning. Like when I look back at it, I was like, I was definitely still drunk that morning. Yeah. And then, and then I just got hung over at brunch. Like you that's hit, whenever you like I should have woke up yeah. feeling that way. But instead, two hours later, I felt I was hung over. Well, we, we were at Metro Boomin that night before at, at yeah. uh, light. So yeah, that was and that was a great. And time. they had the oh, how yeah. about we? I know this is oh, Dak Prescott now, was there too. We found out that we had the free, we had free drinks at at light. Oh. So that oh, we might found out too late. But we, yeah, to your your rough morning. Open bar yeah. till midnight. Yeah, Open shouts bar, to Dak man. Prescott. He was there. Um, light, by the way, light nightclub in Vegas is pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, like when they call it light, it's no joke. Like the light show. <laughs> And everything on the screens, everything going on in that place is awesome. So saw Dak Prescott there. Yeah, shouts yeah. to Light. Yeah, shouts to Dak was in the building. Uh, but that brunch, that brunch, big fan was of the brunch good. breakdown. That brunch was very good, and it was a shame that we couldn't share it with you, Didi. We actually got into uh, a conversation with the table next to us about like the lessons you learn. Uh, yes, at brunch, and yeah. uh, how it almost led know, to a brunch, tattoo. Brunch is a metaphor for life. I mean, we got into some deep conversation. I mean, we were probably three or four pitchers deep in mimosas at that oh, point. Oh, for sure. Helped the conversation, but uh, I think we learned some things about ourselves during that brunch. It, yeah, it almost led to a, me getting a tattoo that day. Yeah. Uh, That's about, right. Uh, Why more didn't brunch, you do more that? Life. Oh, we, yeah, we all offered 50 bucks for you to get a tattoo. That's I know. If it's, still, if it's still on the table, I'll do it. We, we just ran out of time. That's true. So, and if any listeners want to chip in, it'll go right here. <laughs> <laughs> It'll go right here. More brunch, more life. I'm, I'm the, going uh, right here like you can freaking see me. It's my wrist I'm pointing to. We'll, we'll be, uh, by the time you listen to this, we'll have a GoFundMe page. You can find it on yes. our uh, Twitter account. 
absolutely hit the donate absolutely button. it was uh yeah, but you at least got to eat the food afterwards, right, D.D.? Oh, yeah. You, once no, you sobered up, you enjoyed great. it. And that's the thing. Overla Grill, Cosmo, make a reservation because that place gets packed. Yeah. And rightfully so. I mean, bottomless mimosas and just like just it being I, – I would love to be there on a calmer day when it's not so crazy windy because uh, they were right. just tucking chairs. They were tucking tables away, chairs People away. People were moving falling everybody over. Inside. It was a mess, but – It yeah. was. It was crazy. Um and so, yeah, we squeezed every minute into everything that we that we could there, even through all the uh, sicknesses and illnesses and things that uh, prevented us from having a 100% healthy trip, yeah. except for Chris, of course. Um, yeah, Chris. And then wow. we uh, flew back on Sunday in probably the worst shape I've ever been in, potentially in my life, felt, oh. like, abs- felt absolutely like trash city. Uh, I think, Didi, you felt similar. Our buddy Slaw, because Chris, you had to fly out a little bit earlier. I'm not sure how you felt, but I felt absolutely horrible that entire day. I was just tired because, like, I only... I think that was it. Yeah, we didn't exactly. We don't sleep a ton when we're there. No, we really don't. That's I mean, part we're out of the, till four in the morning the every night. It wasn't like we were like to the point where we're all puking up because we're drinking so much. But it's no. just like we got like we do five so hours much of sleep a night. It was like five right. hours probably a night, and then and like Thursday we flew there. We got in at ten thirty. Yeah. Um. Vegas time, West Coast time. So that was a long Obviously, day. East Coast time. We were way later, and then we still went out that night. So we were. Uh, it just started. It's just started. You know, a little bit rough there with the with the time catching up on us. I wasn't sick. I was just like all week, just tired, just trying to catch up on sleep. Yeah, because like yeah, I think, that's all I did. Since my flight was earlier on Sunday. I think I only got like three hours of sleep that night. So I was just exhausted, and it's hard to fall asleep on planes, man. Yeah, yeah, it is. I think that yeah, I think that was it too. Was just the the lack of sleep from the whole trip. But the trip was uh, a blast. I'm trying to make sure we didn't leave anything out that we Dude. did. Uh, shouts to Australia. I'm uh, gonna try to get our <laughs> listener base up there because that's that's all I'll say there. Shouts to Australia. But um, in Australia, Dan literally found the girl of his <laughs> dreams. Like, all right, if you've ever listened to the brunch breakdown, <laughs> uh, then you know that. Dan likes every band that Dan loves has has a lead singer. She's a female. And this girl that was next to us on the pool crawl, they, they helped us find where the pool crawl started. Yeah. Like she literally embodied every girl lead singer of every band that he likes. Like it does, if you put them all into one person, this girl is it. Plus she had, she was from Australia. So she had, Potentially the greatest accent on the planet for a Which female. Which also to have. adds to it because all of the girls that Dan loves and all most of these bands all have accents too. Hard, hard to deny that. I'm <laughs> trying to come up with something to deny that, and I can't. But uh, yeah, and then and then she disappeared. Yeah, like her and her friend disappeared. They didn't even make it through the like first within one. Within 15 minutes of Dan meeting the girl, the, she disappeared. Gone. <laughs> she was gone. They, Absolutely they, just gone. Talking about not feeling well, they started the day not feeling well because apparently they did the same crawl the day before. So yeah. Back to back is not the way to go. So no. if she's out there, if she's listening, I'm here for you. Um, anything else from Vegas, boys? Dude. This was a long story to tell, but we, I know we had to. It was very important, and that's it of was, course why we weren't here last week. It's important to tell in the brunch breakdown because we surprised someone on the brunch breakdown. It's not like yes. this happened to some random person, right? Like this involved all three of us. <laughs> yeah. Chris had no idea. None. And all weekend he's like what is going on? He's like how why am I here? Why are like how is this possible? How did this happen? And then and I was at work on Monday. I was like what did, what where is my life gone? 
I went from work on Thursday to being in Vegas, then back to work on Monday. I was like, I, I don't understand. Life isn't real anymore. I'm very confused. And I think we all realized, because of, yeah, especially how we felt on Sunday, even though we were in Vegas for like two and a half days, we were all done. And we were just like, man, we're not as uh, young as we used to be here and trying to keep up with everything. And I think when we first started the trip, we were all like, maybe this should be like our thing. Like we all have two bachelor parties. Like the four of us go to Vegas and then we have a big one with everybody else like Chris is going to do. And then by the end of it, we were all 100% against the idea. And then Chris, even Katie said to you, right? She goes, maybe this can be your guys' thing. Unprovoked, she said that, yes. And we were just like, first of all, shocked that she would support that idea. And we appreciate, I guess, just the notion. But at, at in the moment, it was probably the worst thing we all could have heard. Yeah, you guys did not respond well to that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. Tell Katie, nah, 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 nah. She, no, no. And like we, that's the thing. We were all ready, mentally ready, and you weren't. But you ended up being in the best shape, which is. Yeah, I mean, I think karma's got to make its way back around. I, I think I a trip like that is. I think for us moving forward planning a little bit more sleep would probably have made all of us feel a lot better. Yes. Like if you, if we could average seven hours, Oh, it'd be life changing. I think we would be good, but it's tough. It's that tough struggle because we like to do a ton of things. And if, but if you're going to get a couple extra hours of sleep, then you're maybe going to drop a thing or two from the agenda. So I don't know. Eh, I just say, 72 I feel sleep like when maybe you're dead. it's sleep when you're dead. Okay, maybe it's that yes, yeah, sleep when you're dead. I feel like maybe <laughs> well, it's my friends this, are dead. Maybe <laughs> it's the fact that like I don't go to Vegas for more than 3 days. Like yeah. I won't. But maybe if you stretch that's it out, what's needed. Maybe that's why if you go like 4 but you maybe just stretch if you go everything four, out, you can stretch it out. Well, yeah, that's a good point. One or the other. I mean, I think cuz it's got to be I feel like it's more so that than it is anything else because as are all of us in our 30s now i feel like it it's more so that yeah. than anything it's like okay maybe i can't do 72 hours of just like what did we do yesterday you know what i mean like because yeah, right. that was the whole thing like we're like i felt on saturday night i felt like the pool crawl didn't happen <laughs> like i was like oh i know oh like wait, a different trip. that's right we did do that like, I completely forgot that that even happened because we had done Metro Boom in the night before. Like, yeah. <laughs> that morning yeah. we had the brunch fiasco. Like, you know what I mean? This is like four things ago. It's kind of right. cool, cool, though, to do it that way because then you're like always in the moment of what you're doing. And you're not Absolutely. thinking about what happened or what's coming up. You're just in the moment, no, which is point. tough to accomplish a lot of the time. It is. That's a good point. Dude, we were at, um, right, shouts to Gordon Ramsay, Burger. Yeah, and, uh, Gordon, hooking Hollywood. us up again. Phenomenal again. We're there on Sunday before our flight, and we're like, "What did we? What did we do Thursday?" And it took us <laughs> a li- good like twenty five minutes to figure out what Seriously. we did on Thursday. We're there like breaking down. We're like, "Okay, Friday we did this. Friday morning we did this. What did we do Thursday?" Like we we literally took us forever just to think about what was we like, did. We so that's, yeah, you're right. The- you make a good point about like being in the moment. I mean, stretching it out maybe four yeah. days where. You, you know, one night you see a show <laughs> or, you know, you just hang out at the pool at the hotel. Uh, one day you get in an extra brunch that way. Might not be a bad thing, but uh, maybe somewhere in middle ground is uh, the way to go for, for next time to make things a little easier. So pros and cons there. Extra day. 
I go with the extra day. Extra day, vote extra day. Okay. Extra day. It was wild. It Good was times. wild. Yes, it was. And many was thanks a... to you boys for putting in all that effort. So I still, I don't know that I will ever understand why, but I had a blast. Good to hear. Surprises to hear are the best. Yeah. I guess I've never had out... a surprise, by the way. I've never had like a surprise party or. Well, and, that's like, what Katie that's was worried about. That's the first time anything like that's ever happened to me. That was one of Katie's worries is that you don't like surprises and that you were going to be like more yeah. mad than excited. And on the drive home when she got <clears> me from the airport, she was like, well, I was just worried because I know you don't like surprises. I was like, how do you know that? I was like, no one's ever surprised <laughs> you me. Never surprised you never surprised me. <laughs> and she's like, oh, maybe maybe you don't hate surprises. And I said, I think I would only hate a bad surprise. Like if, if you and I told you guys this, I'm like if I would have shown up to the airport and you guys were like, we're going to Albuquerque, I would have been like, no, yeah. we're not. No, I don't yeah, do that. Right. <laughs> We're right. not going to Albuquerque, but like if it's Vegas or like L.A. or some other cool place, yeah, I'll go. I would love that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was never worried about that. I don't know why yeah. she was so worried about like you showing up at the airport, Dan being like, hey, we're going to Vegas, and you being like, yeah, no, and then turning around and walking down right. the no. Right. And walking down the ramp. Like, I was like, that's not going to happen. No, he's going to be excited. He's going to be so thrilled that you went through all this work that you were Katie, that she was involved in it the whole time. Yeah. She's fiance of the year. She's in the fiance hall of fame. Yeah. Like for putting this all together and uh, not letting, again, for all those months of the planning, she never slipped up. Nobody once. that knew ever slipped up. It was absolutely kind of a miracle that it all fell into place properly. And maybe it is a good thing that you were the one that came out healthy because if you didn't, maybe you would, have not enjoyed it as much and be like, oh, okay, yeah, I don't know why they were so nice for me, but I end up getting home and, be, and being sick. Yeah. So um, <laughs> maybe it all worked out for the right reasons. Great Amazing. times. Good times. Good what times. a story. What a story, boys. Well, that took up the majority of the time. What do we need to go? Yeah, what do we need to pull up the menu here? I think we should just go right to music. Let's let's go to music and see uh, and see let's where we come to... out on the other end. Yeah, we have a, a we do have a, a lot of music stuff to get to. There is a, yeah. yeah, there is quite a bit of music uh, so. to get into here. So what uh, we're listening to, there it, is. there it is. I like it. Uh, where do we want to start with our uh, own individuals? We got a couple uh, album reviews we want to do here. Uh, let's start with Bieber. Okay. Okay. So, um, Justin Bieber in two thousand and let's say thirteen. What were your thoughts of Justin Bieber? So three years ago, Purpose has the Purpose album hasn't come out yet. Right. That Where Are You Now song hasn't come out yet. Right. This is Justin Bieber between his second album and then him just doing, basically making headlines for doing God knows what. Yeah, I, yeah, was, I thought he was still, yeah, go ahead. Okay, I was on the, uh, I was very much part of the movement to send Bieber back to Canada and not let him into the United States. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I still kind of thought he was a bitch then. Um, <laughs> you know, that uh, that his baby, which I know a lot of people like that song, baby, ba oh man. Well, that's why people like it because you can sing it right off the bat. Like we're right. never gonna forget that song. It's so. Oh, they said it's during so the roast of Justin Bieber that that baby is the most disliked video on YouTube. Yeah. Okay. But it's like makes... the most watched. It's also like the most watched video. Yeah, on I think so too. Yeah. <laughs> it makes yeah. a lot of sense. That like that image is still in my head. That song. This little boy with this douchebag haircut <laughs> that's trying to make it. That is annoying and is going to fade Dan's off. Dan's just mad that he was too old to have. That's I think at the point it. where you're doing it. I think at the point where you're doing a song with Ludacris in a bowling alley, you're not trying to make it anymore. I think at that point he had made it. He, yes, you're right. He had made it. But I was just like, this is a. He's going to fade out. It's just going to be one of these like. 
little teen boy singers and this style can't last forever. He's going to grow up and his fan base is going to get sick and tired of it. So, yeah, I was ready to ship him back uh, across the border as well. Yeah, see, I was waiting because I was starting to, like, lose. I was starting to lose hope because I have been a major Bieber fan from the get. I was like, I, Bieber, I was like, I loved everything about it. I loved the story. I loved the fact that he was, you know, with Usher and whatever. And I was just like, all right, if he doesn't put out good music, like, this is all, like, he's going to go to, like, jail or he's going to die or something. Because <laughs> I was like, because all it is, music can't, cures everything. You know what I mean? It, it cures everything. Like, Let's yes. we all remember, like after the Chris Brown Rihanna situation, Chris Brown put out really dope music. He hasn't put out any really good music lately. That's the reason why Chris Brown is just like lame out here. But good yep. music cures everything. And so I was waiting for that. But I did not expect what's happened over the last like two years. He turned like, heel. I love it. All of a sudden, he's just come out with hit after hit after hit after hit. Like, sorry. Like, where are you now? Like, all, you basically mean? the whole purpose album's incredible. Like, sold out tours. He's doing stadiums this summer. Like, and now this summer, well, last summer he put out that DJ Snake song, Let Me Love You, which was a huge song for the summer. And then yep. now he probably is going to have two, he's going to be on two of the songs of the summer. Despacito and I'm the one with DJ Khaled. Yeah. And... I just don't know what I'm, I, I'm like in disbelief. Like he's literally just taken over the summer again. Like it's just, this is it. Like it's Bieber. It, we're in Bieber season right now. We are. He's doing it with ease and I freaking love it now. I mean, when purpose <laughs> came out, it was, it was, he, he turned heel. It was an about face. It was a completely change of personality, change, change of style. And at first it took a lot of people, including myself, you know, hard to admit that, Hey, you know what? This music is good. It's really good. And then it's just more and more and more. And you're like, holy shit, this is, this is incredible music. And you're right. It becomes themes for, especially for the summer, the timing that he comes out with these songs is, is absolutely perfect. And uh, I'm a believer now, boys. It's just, oh, no. it's, re it's ridiculous <laughs> to think about where we were. Like you said, in 2013, it was a great way to bring this up, Edie. But where we were then, and where are we now? I mean, look at it. We can't even go without even mentioning the damn song. Gosh. Unreal. Chris, but your thoughts you on those two songs, Despacito, I'm the one. They're, they're amazing. Yeah, I mean, they're, you're, they're the songs of the summer, for sure. They already are. Oh. Um, and it's May 13th as we record this. I'm the same yeah. as Dan. Like, when, once the his uh, purpose, right? Is that the album? Yeah. Yeah, once yeah. I came out, I did a uh, 180 on him, too, and... Now, when I hear that he's got a song coming out or he randomly surprises us with one, I get super excited about it because I know it's going to be really good. And every single one of them are. So, yeah, I mean, I, I can't stop playing I'm the One. I, I oh. hadn't heard Despacito until last weekend. That's also really good. But the minute I heard I'm the One, like that when it premiered, I went and I bought it and I've been playing it ever since. It's it's oh. so good. Dude, that hook's amazing. Like, shouts yeah. to DJ Khaled. Like, he does it again. Yeah. Like, Another, How another does he, he just one. can put, he puts the right people in the right situation. It's just, I hate when people say DJ Khaled does nothing because like it bugs me because like what he does is put people in the right situations in these. Cause like, if you, if you were to say like, all right, DJ Khaled's got this song, Justin Bieber, Chance the Rapper, Quavo and Lil Wayne. You're like, that's a little too much. It's a little too much. It yeah, all works. Seems like a lot. 
You know what I mean? And he's done this time after time. Like, a freaking, I'm on one. We taking over. All we do is win. There's a million people on those songs. Yeah. And you're just like, how do, like, how do you make this not sound like a mess? Because there's so many, like, hip-hop posse cuts that sound like that, that just are a mess. You're just like, this was too much. I didn't need this person's verse. I didn't need this person on this. But you're like, DJ Khaled somehow makes that work. And yeah, like that's his skill is just bringing people together and making it make sense. And I'm the one is like, it's un- the one. It's, it's a great song. It's the one. Contender for. Uh, I mean, we're not that far off from our mid year brunchies, but uh, going to be a strong contender for song of the year. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Going to be a strong contender there. Um, Babes. Bieber, take fun- it over the summer. Think he'd be fun to hang out with. Yeah, absolutely. Bieber. Or Cal? Yeah. Yes. Bieber. Both. <laughs> I think the one. answer is yes to both of them. Probably. Yeah, the answer is yes. <laughs> okay. Both. Oh, yeah. I think I mean, it, hanging yeah. out with Bieber would be amazing. I'm trying to think of would you rather of, of a would you rather between hanging out with Justin Bieber and somebody well, else. Well, hey, you could put it on the menu, and then we could never talk about it. Hey, That's good, good idea. Point too. <laughs> um, so we have another uh, album we want to look at that we mentioned last time. Chris, I know you brought it up. Uh, having some time to listen to it, uh, Kendrick Lamar album "Damn" has been out for a couple of weeks now. Now we've all had some more time to digest it. A lot of talk, a lot, a lot going on in this album, and again, that's why it takes so much time to really digest all of it. But uh, what are your boys' thoughts on the uh, album as a whole? I feel like every song, every track title is screaming at me because it's in all caps. Yeah. Blood. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it starts with blood and then there's yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> feel <laughs> loyalty <laughs> i think I, the short song titles is interesting uh every song title one word has yeah. a period and you're like this is intense already and the album is the album is intense there are soft moments but um right i like damn but here's my thing with damn and it's been out for a month basically like a month almost exactly almost pretty much, yeah. i think yeah um, you're right yeah because yeah it came yeah, out like, it was right coachella, coachella. Week, right? yeah so it's been out for like a month and I, the reason why we waited to talk about this is because like there's just so much going on in this album you have to just like kind of digest it all and I love, I like this album a lot, but like, I can tell you, I can be completely honest with you. I'm probably not going to listen to it until like October. Oh yeah. Cause Again. It's, it's not cookout music for you. It's not like, I'm not like, you can't play anything from damn except maybe humble just because people know it. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, you know, be the number one song and whatever, all that stuff. But like, you're not going to play this in the summer. Like you're not gonna just throw this on at like your friend's party. It's true. You're it's not, not that putting type of music. This song, you're not putting this album on anywhere. So like, I'm happy it's been out for a month and it's good. It's like I I really like it and there are songs on here that I do love. Like, I love Element. I love DNA. Like I it's like there are songs on here that I really like. I just I, I'm not I, I'm not gonna play it until October. It like the weather's got to start like it's got to get cooler. The night's got to come earlier, like for me to, for me to listen to this. Cause once summer comes, I'm not listening to this. Yeah. 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 I, I agree with you. It's, it's either like late night music and only like some of the tracks are because some of them are a little bit slower or it's like rainy day music or whatever, depending on your mood. But for the most part, it's uh it's not something you're throwing on at a party or a cookout. Oh yeah. I like DNA a lot too. 
Uh, of course, Humble that everybody likes. Uh, I also like Love. It's a little bit one of those slower songs, but I think it's really, really well done. Uh, the song uh, XXX with U2. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't feeling that. Not That's so the only much song on that I don't one. like on the album. And it's, it's basically Bono, but he calls it U2 anyways. Yeah. But uh, not crazy on it. But uh, yeah, I, I like it as a whole. But yeah, it just has that, that uh, feel to it Yeah, where you're not cranking it out. But Kendrick says a lot. And it's it's a lot to get through and to to dive into, and um, you know I love his work, so it's a it's a for the most part a really really good album. Is it one of your uh, for the two of you again? We've got made your brunch. He's not that far away. Is it a nominee for the album of the year so far? Is it easily on the table, or is it just a good album for you? I think it's on the table. Okay, Chris. Probably not for me. I mean, <clears throat> that's not to say I think it's bad. Um, I think it's good. And you guys bring up an interesting point. I didn't even think about like what situations would you listen to this album in? I've yeah. listened to it mostly at the gym and I feel like it's worked there because a lot of the songs bang and like that mm-hmm. works. And it's also only you listening to it. Um, yeah. but I We did try and listen to it in the car together a couple times and we ended up turning it down because we just wanted to talk instead of like try and listen to the album. Um, Love is a great song, by the way. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that yeah. up. Yeah. But um, yeah, probably not uh, album of the year, but that's not to say it's bad. One thing about Kendrick for me, I just, and I think this is pro- people probably have this with different artists and it's just like a personal preference taste kind of thing. Sometimes his voice just sounds like stupid to me. Yep. It changes. Yeah. Like in, a, in the middle, there's, I, I can't remember the name of the song in particular, but there's a, where he changes his style right in the middle of the song yeah. and it changes the stuff and it, it, it kind of throws you off. You're right. It can be different. Like there's, but there are some artists where, <clears throat> excuse me. Wh- Sit down. <laughs> <laughs> there's some artists where I don't mind that. Like we have Drake rapping. We have Drake singing. We have Drake being emotional all in one album. And I like each yeah. version of that. Um, but there are some, there are just some tracks where I, I can't take it seriously. Cause I just think Kendrick sounds weird. And that's just me. Like I said before too, like, Eminem, like a lot of his delivery, I just am not a big fan of. And that's just like a personal taste thing for me. Sure. No, I hear you. Because, I yeah. mean, that's how I feel with Kendrick a lot. Because my issue with Kendrick and when everyone says, I, and I get, you know, he, you know, he talks about serious things and all that stuff. But like one, Kendrick's music is not all that. Kendrick's music just isn't enjoyable. Like it's not easy doesn't, listening. Doesn't put a smile on your face. Yeah, yeah it doesn't get you all. No, it's not easy listening. Fired up. You know what I mean? And like even like even like j cole his music isn't exactly his music is easy his music is easy to listen to but j cole's music is like it's it's got a serious tone but it's also like light in a sense where it's like i find myself like i can listen to j cole not in any setting but like i can listen to j cole more than i can listen to this like when i wake up in the morning i can throw on like for your eyes only or uh Forest Hills Drive, and I can just like listen to that like when I wake up in the morning. Yeah, I can't listen to Tabimpa Butterfly or this album when I wake up in the morning. I'm like, man, that's too much. There's just too much coming at me mm-hmm. right now. Like, but that, but I mean, also that's like one of the things I do like about Kendrick is that. But um, another thing with Kendrick's voice is I don't think Kendrick's voice hits a record like strong enough. Like, I don't think it like cuts through mm-hmm. like. If that makes any sense to anyone, I, I don't know. It just yeah. for me, it's like when you listen to 
you listen to singers, you listen to rappers, and it's like whenever they hit a track, it's like boom. Like when Drake comes on a track, like it's like when he's rapping, rapping, it's like whoa, like holy shit, Drake's here. But like when Kendrick's on, it's like I don't feel that way about Kendrick, and like I feel like he just like he just like comes on. Maybe that's the reason why he's a better album artist than anything else is because like his just it just doesn't punch me like whoa Kendrick's here it's like all right cool I like this Kendrick's saying a lot of great things here this is good but like it's not like it punches you in the face like Drake can that yeah that's a great Jake Cole can that's a great point and if I like if you think about like DNA to start off the album like that's a great track and I think Kendrick like that that song hits pretty hard but if you had somebody with more conviction behind those lyrics it might yeah it might completely blow you away as opposed to saying like yeah that's a that's a good track Mm -hmm. yeah yeah all right well let's uh let's get into more specifically of other things that we're listening to over the past really three weeks oh yeah one last thing one last thing one last thing on kendrick go for uh (laughs) he says throughout the album um all right he says throughout the album is anybody praying for me right that is like one of the most chilling things in the world to me because I don't know, because like I haven't really read much about what he said about this album or whatever, if he said anything about this. But to me, it's like, I wonder how many like celebrities or anybody in like his position feels about that. Where like you are this big thing to everybody. Like you can't walk down the street without people screaming your name. Everyone's talking about you constantly all the time on everything. And it's like, is anyone praying for me though? Or do you guys care about me? Yeah. Very and I'm like, that is like, so ch- it's like, that is like so chilling to me. Cause it's like, he's literally just like asking him. He's asking this question. Like, is anybody praying for me though? Like, yeah. Cause he did, he did it. He brought it up at his, uh, at his performance at Coachella a couple of times. I remember yeah. and I was just like, wow. And then you hear it in the album throughout and uh, Kung Fu Kenny. Makes, uh, yeah. It's kind of a <laughs> chilling statement throughout there. Kung, Kung Fu Kenny. Kenny. Um, so, yeah. What else? Uh, what else are we listening to this week, boys? Who wants to uh, go up and run down some of the other tracks that they've been uh, playing through their earbuds? Chris, what do you got for I'll us? Go, yeah. Um, I have a lot that I <clears throat> really haven't been able to get to in a while, and I feel like I need to just put it on this episode. Do it before it mega becomes, playlist again coming at you. Let's go. It's going to be completely irrelevant. Just a, a few albums and EPs. Um, a band called A Will Away. Uh, they have an album out called Here Again, and they have a song on it title track here again that man it's just it's fantastic it reminds me a lot of um i don't even know you know i don't even want to say who they remind me of because i some i think sometimes that does a band disservice uh they have a, a music video out for here again i would suggest checking that out on youtube and if you like it check out the entire album because it's very um uh, the the rest of the album is along the same lines as that there i don't know how to actually pigeonhole this band if they're I guess I found them because of the pop punk genre, but I, I feel like they're more just alternative rock. Um, the album is really, really, really good. So I would suggest uh, checking it out if you like that type of music. Uh, a band called Sleep On It from Chicago. They're a little more underground. Um, they have an EP out right now called Lost Along the Way with a song called See You Around. Uh, once again, really good stuff. Uh, they are definitely more in the pop punk genre. I think you could, you know, specifically pigeonhole them there. Uh, they're on tour right now with four years strong, I believe it is. Uh, but it's a five song EP lost along the way. That's a good one to check out as well. Um, and then the, the big album review 
right now. Uh, Newfound Glory put out a new album a week ago called Makes Me Sick, and it's so much fun. Like, it's just Newfound Glory, 20, 20 years of band now, and from the time they started and the time that that genre blew up into now where it's, you know, I think we went through a dead period, and now it's kind of coming back a little bit. It's never going to be what it was, but um, that music is a little more prevalent now than it was maybe five, six, seven years ago. They've continued to just make music that's true to pop punk, and every time they put out an album, Newfound Glory, you know there's going to be stuff on there that you enjoy. Um, Party on Apocalypse is a... Just such a fun song. Happy Being Miserable. Again, do not watch that music video, but the song <laughs> is very good. And a song like Say It, Don't Spray It on that album, it's just kind of like a new song, new type of um, twist to their sound, but it's still so much fun. Like It's all I can think listening to this album is like every song is a blast. Um, and none of it's going to blow you away with how deep it is. Um, none of it is like a huge stretch from what newfound glory has always been. They do add in new wrinkles, I think with each and every album. Uh, and this one is no different. So I, am a huge fan of it just because it's, it's, it's a ton of fun to listen to. Uh, and if you've ever liked newfound glory, I would suggest you give out, uh, give makes me sick the new album a try because, uh, yeah, a lot of fun to listen to. So those are, those are the three that I wanted to make sure I got on the episode. Solid. Solid. All right, good stuff. Um, go Peter, for it, Dan. You want me to go for it? All right. Go for it. I'm going to throw it down. Uh, I'm going to start here where, Chris, one I thought that you might mention, I'll ask you if you've heard it. Have you heard Wildfire by Blink? I have, yes. Um, and I'm – maybe you can break this down for me because I'm confused about – I mean, I, I guess they're – they're are they re- planning on releasing or maybe they, they already have by now um, – an album of songs that were like part of the equation for the last album, California. Yeah, it's the deluxe version of California yeah, that were that's coming out. part of the place yeah. that um, comes out. Uh, actually, this upcoming Friday, the nineteenth, will be the deluxe version. Wildfire is one of those. Well, I don't songs understand on why these songs weren't part of the original. Why they weren't the original album? But I guess they're releasing them, so that's good. Yeah, so it's it's interesting because it is a little bit more of an old school Blink song. I, I think it's Wildfire is awesome. Yeah. Um, it's one of my favorite that they put out on the original and some of the deluxe ones that they've put out already. Um, in fact, Mark called it called wildfire, the love child of enema of the state in California, <laughs> called it the love child of, the, of both of those albums. So, uh, I'm very, very excited for that album to come out, uh, this upcoming Friday, the 19th, uh, one that came out a couple of weeks ago, but I'm curious to get your guys' reaction on it. And that's why I bring it back up again is fallout boys single young and menace oh. that came out, uh, part of their, album that will be out in September <laughs> called Mania <clears throat> and the tour will then follow in October but a very different sound for Fallout Boy uh, a little bit more into the new age type where you've got a little bit of synth worked into it uh, curious uh, before I go on if both of you have heard this song and what's your thoughts on it because a lot of old school Fallout Boy fans are absolutely furious about the sound of this song Trash. I wish I never heard it. I can't wait to hear what they come out with next. I hope they come Ooh. out with something next, like soon, because I just didn't like it. I was like, ah, I'm, I'm good. Like this okay. is. It hurt my ears listening to it. Like I was yeah. like, this is bad. And I tried to listen to it a few times. Yeah. I'm a huge Fallout Boy fan. I love yeah. Fallout Boy. I love old school Fallout Boy. I love the stadium rock phase of Fallout Boy that they're currently on. I love it. 
but I do not like that song. Like this, you're trying to do too much. Yeah, Chris, have you heard no, it? No, because I heard the the reaction to it, <clears throat> and I am a a big time old school, specifically Fall Out Boy fan. So uh, when I heard the reaction to it, I thought, well, rather than get frustrated, maybe I just won't listen to it. Yeah, I am as well. More of the old school, traditional stadium rock, like you guys have all said. Much bigger fans of that type of stuff. Uh, I'm kind of just trying to be patient with it, though. I don't, I don't hate it, but it's not something that's getting me fired up for this album. I'm more curious as if the rest of the album is going to sound like this, or if this is just going to kind of be bits and pieces of of what's in there. There's enough bands that I like that sound like that already. I don't need Fall Out Boy to change to get in their lane as well. Do what you do because it's working, but. Yeah, and, I, and the thing is, I feel like Fallout Boy, they, you know, Fallout Boy's been around for what all of the 2000s, like, I mean, yeah. since you know what I mean, like, yeah. since what 2002, three, whatever, you know, it's been a while. So, I mean, you know, you get you, they Fallout Boy can take chances at this point, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you're right, they can, they're still Fallout Boy. If the music doesn't work, they're not going to play it on tour, just like, like Linkin Park. Like, Linkin yeah, Park is like, doing the same thing, they've been around forever, they've yeah. had that, that type of. You can sound and it worked and they can take a risk as much as people hate that, which a lot of people do. Again, there's much more of a radio sound to Lincoln parks album. That'll be coming out shortly as well. And they don't care what you think. In fact, um, I forget who said it. Uh, it was Chester, I think, referring to the people that absolutely oh, yeah. hate the sound of it. He says, if you don't like it, you can go stab yourself in the face. <laughs> Jeez. I'm like, all right, Chester's sticking up for the sound. It's just way different because there's like no guitars and it's like Linkin Park. But uh, just another kind of reference to something like that. Didi, we finally got new new Heim tracks. Yeah, we got right now, and we got I want you back. Uh, I want you back is the studio version of the track, uh, which has an interesting sound to it because you can definitely tell it's the studio version of it. But or I'm sorry, I mixed that up. Right now is the studio version i want you back was the the first single uh finally the album something to tell you is coming out july 7th i was getting ready to give up on these girls because i love their sound and we the album was supposed to come out last year and now we're finally getting it and it's got me excited again both of these tracks have got me excited again uh to to hear what other stuff that they've come up with maybe it'll be worth the wait so i look forward to that coming out in july as well right now Um, is good yeah, I don't like the other song. Oh, you don't really? You don't like? I want you back. Really? Here's the reason I don't like the other song. The other song just sounds like it should have been on the last album that came out four years ago. <laughs> that's my beef with that. Okay, go on. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, let's see. Here's one that this is a Chris Gates specialty with some funny names, but it's because they're foreign. <laughs> the, and not Chris because, <laughs> the Chris Gates special. The Chris Gates special. Felix Jan, and that's spelled J A E H N. Uh, he's German. Nat- so. Naturally, yeah. Give him a break. He's German. Felix Jan, uh, a British producer by the name of Height, and uh, Alex uh, Aino. My guy, Alex Iono. That's yeah, my boy. You, you know your boy? Yeah, he's American. It's my homie, he's Alex a, yeah. Iono. He's got the vocals on this track. This, the track is called Hot to Touch. Uh, it's all one word, and two is the number two, so Hot to Touch. Uh, it is a extremely catchy, very poppy uh, kind of like a dance track that gets you moving with some electronic horns in it's there so, because of it's it. so catchy you don't have time to spell it correctly. I don't. <laughs> I don't. It's just that it's that good. Uh, hot to touch by uh, by all those all those fellas there. So that's a very summery track. That's that'll get you that'll get you jamming. That'll get you dancing. Uh, two more to finish. An album that came out. Uh, Paramore's after laughter finally came out. Um, 
curious of if, if you've Didi, I trash. think you've listened to it. Wow, trash, just straight trash. Speak again. Talk about bands that have had a sound for many, many years and just all of a sudden take either a major left turn or kind of a yield to the left. This one yields to the left for Paramore. It's definitely got a little bit different of a sound to it. They went full 80s on this, and I am not a fan. It literally sounds like if you put this soundtrack, if you replace this album with the soundtrack of The Breakfast Club, you know, the John Hughes movie from the 80s, yep. you put that in there, you, it would, we wouldn't miss, you wouldn't miss a beat. And I, but the thing is, I'm not a fan of that. And also, I was I was reading an interview, and the what's this dude's name? I think his name's Tyler. I yeah. think that is the one that like basically writes the songs with Haley. Yeah. He said we don't want to headbang anymore, and I'm like, that's a pretty big Ooh. statement because if this album doesn't work, you're gonna go back to that. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm not a fan of this sound. It's not that the songs aren't that good. It's just that they're not. I don't know. They're just nothing just, stands out to me. Nothing, nothing stands out on it, and it doesn't get me all that excited. Which was it was kind of an unfortunate surprise because I heard hard times and I didn't like it at first. But then I fell in love with it, and that's the only one that still stands out for me. Nothing else I could take away from the album. It's fine to listen to, but it's nothing that it's going to be repeating on my playlist all summer, which is kind of a bummer. Um, but I, I'll give it another chance here as well. But gentlemen, I leave you with the most important song. <laughs> Of the week in the past three of weeks. Of the decade. Of the decade. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Paris is finally back. Oh, and we finally got a new track called Heaven. And they've been teasing it. They've been teasing the title of the album. When is it coming out? It's a follow-up to their freshman album, White Noise. Uh, the album is called All We Know of Heaven, All We Need of Hell. Uh, that album comes out August the 4th. Heaven's the first track off of it. It's absolutely incredible. It's just what everybody wanted. Uh, the music video is out for it as well. They, they do their, they have like their ghostly sound that uh, Lindsay's just been incredible on with the boys. And I couldn't be more excited that we finally have some more Paris to listen to. So that is what I'm listening to this week. Wow, this playlist is going to be insane this week, guys. Um, yeah. So I'm going to go pretty quick. Uh, Wale Shine album. I don't know if you guys got a chance to listen. Check Still it out. Next to get on the through. list, man. Yeah. All right. Well, get on that, guys, because uh, Wale Shine album is like you said about Newfound Glory. It's just fun. Nice. This Wale album is so like much fun. fun. Talk about song like, albums I'm going to listen to and all summer long. This is that's one. what I was going to say. It, what like, what a better time to release something fun than oh, oh it's almost summer. Maybe that's good. like yeah. It is so much fun. And, like, you want to talk about songs of the summer, potential th- Like, there, he's got cool. the song called My Love with, with Major Lazer. That song bumps still. And Dua Lipa, and it's freaking awesome. It's called My Love. It's great. Uh, Dua Lipa is, is on fire right now, and I love it. Yeah, she is, big time. <laughs> Fashion Week. Fashion Week. Like, Running Back came out a long time ago, but I still like that song oh, yeah, a lot. Yeah, dude, like, Running Back. The whole album shine is just you put that thing on, and you're just – like you want to talk about an album you can literally just put on at your barbecue at your cookout like this is it and you're not you're not skipping one song it's just going to be on and people are going to be coming up to you like man what is this what is this cuz this yeah. album is from start to finish it just it starts on a high note ends on a high note it's just amazing um, cuz he calls it more of a singing album right is that's what he that's what he yeah, said yeah for does some reason i don't know why though yeah yeah, I don't I'm, know again, why. I'm not all the way through it. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what that means, but yeah. this works. I like, what, I like what it is. There's if this lot, is a singing album, then keep singing. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> he might mean because it's very chorus heavy. Like, I think that yeah, might yeah, be yeah, it. Yeah. Like, it's very chorus heavy. Like, the hooks on this album, you're just going to be in your head. You're just going to be singing them all day long. Like, 
Like the Fashion Week course, I never am like, bah, bah. like I'm just in my head for the rest of the day. So my the head. whole Shine Wale album is amazing. I'll put some of those on the playlist. Okay. Um, Calvin Harris put out another track off of his album that I feel like should be called Cookout Music Volume 1, but instead <laughs> it's called like Funky Music Volume 1, whatever. All I know is I love all three of the songs you released. You released another one. It's called Rollin'. It's got Future and uh, R&B singer Khalid uh, on there. Love that. Rollin', rollin', rollin'. It is not a remix what? of that. Um, and you know, you'll be loving this right here. Oh, Limp Biscuit. I I'd almost started Limp the Chris Biscuit. and Dan podcast with that last episode, Chris. I almost went Limp Biscuit. <laughs> I would go see Limp Biscuit. If someone told me, if Limp Biscuit were playing, I would go see them. I would go in a heartbeat. Um, Wait, weren't there like go. random things where they would like there were these joke Facebook uh, events where it said like Limp Biscuit was playing at like your local grocery store? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was an amazing yes. time. Was amazing. Anyway. Um, all right. And then uh, Harry Styles, uh, One Direction. He's the last oh. one to finally put out music. Didi, your, <laughs> your Twitter got. The Twitter fight that you got in with total strangers was amazing. It made my day yesterday. It absolutely made my day. Was, oh my god! I was going through your Twitter, uh, like your profile, and like the tweets uh-huh. and replies, and you're like, okay, yeah. whatever, okay, <laughs> yeah. Because you made one comment about Zayn, and all the Harry Styles fans came out and was trying to throw fire, dude. That was like, and I'm getting like text messages from work. Cause like, this is the problem whenever like I have an off day, like I'm just on Twitter. Like I'm just, I'm just on Twitter way too much whenever I'm like off. So yeah. like I was just on there and then like people, cause I said, I said, I sent that tweet out. Like, I don't know, at like midnight, the night on like Thursday, like yep. Thursday night. And then I woke up that morning and it was just like one direction fans just either agreeing with me or just annihilating me. So then yeah. I was like, I'm just gonna reply to some of these. And then because like one of them said something like, uh, you obviously haven't heard uh Nile or Harry's music. And I was like, check my profile bio. I hear the songs before you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Check yourself like, before you wreck yourself. Yeah, right. like people at work were like, we're just, they were like, yeah, this is my entertainment for the day is you fighting with One Direction fans. I was like, this is not good for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, yeah, but Harry Styles, uh, I don't really like his album that he put out, but there's one song on there that I love. It's called Woman, and it is good. Really. Yeah, like the other really song good. sounds so old. Woman. And I don't good. mean like. Well, this song sounds old, old too, I mean, though. like, they sound 50 years yeah. old. Like, he went complete classic rock. Like, throw this on a classic rock station in between freaking, oh. like, I don't know, whatever songs are on classic rock stations these days, and that this it will just fit. You won't even know. So, oh, it, no it, I mean, so if you are if you want to hear an album that sounds exactly like the freaking 1970s, <laughs> then, like, this is for you. And it, it doesn't like he's sound trying modern to remake, at all. Like, it's like he's trying to remake Beatles songs that ended up yeah. on the cutting room floor, and yeah. it just doesn't work. It's yeah, like, stop. it's weird. And, uh, yeah, so that's the album. And it, but Woman is the song that's, like, really, really good. So, uh, but, yeah, so I'll leave it there. Wally Shine album, Calvin Harris rolling, and uh, Harry Styles, Woman. Real quick, Miley's on. back. Malibu. Trash. Really bad. Trash. Really bad, right? Didi, I'm curious if you talked to anybody that was in when she was in the other day. Uh, like yes, was, I have. She's got long hair again. She's she acted yeah. kind of normal. I mean, but the only thing is, it's like I I don't know. I don't I, I don't like the way that everyone is like. Oh, Miley's healthy again. What? 
like, did anyone you know say anything about Miley not being healthy when <laughs> right. she was like running around naked all the time? Did anyone really <laughs> say anything about her not being healthy? Like there was nothing Maybe I mentally, remember but, yeah. thinking about Miley. Oh, she's not healthy. Like I never thought that. Like I hate yeah. this whole thing. It's like Miley stops doing hip hop. Now she's like healthy again. I'm like, whoa, 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 guys. This doesn't make any sense. Like, and the music was really good off the last, off whatever Miley was doing three years ago. So, except for that mixtape. Oh, the Dead Pets thing. That was bad. But there are some people who love that. Oh, swear by gosh, it. was that trash? Like, that's the only thing I can take off of Malibu. It's like, well, at least it's not Dead Pets. Yeah, so, Malibu's trash. That's but it's is, no good. It's that's no good. Trash. When are we, are we expecting more anytime soon? I guess, yeah, I guess we're going to be getting stuff soon. I guess we're getting a lot We better soon. rebound better than Malibu because yeah. those Miley songs used to, I mean, Party in the USA can happen anytime, <laughs> any place. Let me tell you. The climb. Any time. The climb. Any you want to get motivated? Listen to the climb. Party in the USA is the, is the opposite of Kendrick Lamar. You can play that at yes. any time, anywhere, any season. Party in the USA. So... Keep your eyes out for more Miley. Play but, that uh, in Malibu, Paris in the winter, and it's happening. It makes Malibu sound like a not fun place to be, which is complete horse horse shit. So Absolutely, I can't get on board. Yeah, can't get on board. Like I'm um, happy you're back with your dude, but like, make fun music. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm glad you have hair again. Uh, well, boys, good thing we went into music there because uh, clearly we didn't get into anything that we played. We had to talk so much about music today. to get to though. So much music to get to. We had to recap from a couple of weeks. We're a couple of weeks late on it. Fortunately, nothing here is like all that that we missed is all that time sensitive. Um, Except we it, don't know if NBA players are going to still love the cheesecake factory. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's the only time sensitive subject at this point, just because it's been on the menu for six months. It's going months. in the leftovers. It's got. It it's officially going to go in the leftovers. Kind of we'll due, talk about it over Thanksgiving. Yeah, We might be due for a, uh, a leftovers episode soon if depending in the next two weeks what happens because like literally we can keep this menu up and do it all over again but something's going to happen that we're going to want to talk about yeah we're not keeping this menu like, we might every, be due. a lot of things got to go to the you got to go Ooh, the, don't, go. don't touch the go. red lips don't touch red lobster or mcdonald's Bye. yeah it's gotta go delete don't touch any of that deuces boys it's been fun chris sign us off okay <laughs> thank you for listening we appreciate it if you've made it this far. We are on all the social medias at Brunch Breakdown. We are on your favorite podcasting app or platform. Search for the Brunch Breakdown and hit subscribe. Leave us a rating or review if you can. That would be lovely. Um, Dan is on Twitter at SteelCityDan22. Didi is on Twitter at Didi is Bored. I'm Chris. I am on Twitter at Chris underscore Gates. Gentlemen, this has been great. Uh, let's not wait three weeks until the next episode. Let's do it in yeah. two. Yeah, yeah. Let's go with two. Unless um, you want to do another surprise trip to Vegas, then I'm okay with that. <laughs> not in the near future. My body future. and voice are not. So yeah, nope. not at all. Not at nope, all. That's uh, good. I'll be a year older by the next time we talk. So I'm not looking forward to recapping my Yo, birthday now. Daddy. So May 23rd, ladies and gentlemen, May 23rd. That's within the next two weeks. So. I don't have a Vegas. We won't have a Vegas trip to recap for that fun, exciting adventure. But or uh, will we? Or will <laughs> we? You never know. <laughs> Anyways, next time we will have always a reservation for three, and we will see Yins at the table.